What's up, my Housewives Relatable listeners? It's your girl, Stella, coming to you once again to talk about it all. Hi, guys. I hope everyone is doing well. I have a few Housewives keeping items to get into, so let's jump right into it. Okay, so first of all, guys, I want to talk about the Nini and Bethany interview. I know it's been a few weeks already, but with all of the um, hype from attending the MV fashion show, I just decided that I would cover what I wanted to cover about the interview at a later time. So here we are. And guys, I'm really not going to recap the entire interview. Like the interview is like over two hours long. It is now available on YouTube, like the long form video, because at first it was just the audio that was available. So I'm not going to recap the interview. It's there if you want to listen to it. Nini is great as always. Um, She is very good at interviewing and answering some of Bethany's questions. My personal opinion, sometimes Bethany you know, she likes to coach the conversation a little bit or try to finish your sentences for you. But overall, I think that she did much better than she did with the Jill Zarin interview where I just couldn't listen to it. It just gave me like anxiety and I felt like she was extremely, um, gung-ho and she like you know she was just really like settling like something with Jill and uh, like not allowing her to speak at times I have been very vocal about that but she did not do that with Nini and um, she had some good questions and you know it's not um you know Bethany and Nini don't have the same chemistry obviously that Bethany has with Carlos King who was also a friend of hers right so you definitely see the the difference there. But at the same time, you do feel like the two women um, respect each other or have like a very strong mutual respect for each other. And I have to say that because even in the past, uh, I have heard of Bethany speaking of like very highly of Nini in the past, right? Before the whole reality reckoning when, you know, Bethany was still on the show or even when she was off the show, she always spoke very highly of Nini. So I'm not going to say that this is a newfound thing. However, in the two hours um, of the interview, like I, I don't even think that that actually makes it to the interview. But if you have been on social media, I believe it was under Nini's um, Instagram account. And there was like a short form video of Nini interviewing Bethany. I don't think that video is under Nini's um Instagram account anymore because I went back to try to look for it and it's not there and I wonder why and uh, I also went on under Bethany's profile to try to find that little video and it's not there so I don't know if it ever made it on her profile but I've noticed that it's not on hers and it was definitely on Nini's but now it's not there so I'm not sure why it's no longer there but I was able to find it on YouTube so So I'm going to play it for you guys because I thought that that was very interesting. Okay, so um, after the interview between Nini and Bethany, I guess Nini did like and Bethany did a reversal of the roles. And then Nini was now asking Bethany a few questions and then Bethany had to answer those questions. So I'm going to play the little recording for you. It's not very long. And then I'm going to give you my opinion. And then I have another recording that has to do with that as well that I want to play for you guys. So. Here it is. I did. Did you? How can I not? Well, you are. I know. <laughs> How can I not? Yeah. Do 
to me, Karen is someone who might want to lodge a complaint. You know what I mean? I don't have the haircut of a Karen or, or dress like a Karen. Well, today I have I might lodge a complaint. Yeah. Well, no, I wouldn't because I'm not keeping it 100. I'm only keeping it 75. Okay, so guys, it was Bethany, well, basically Nini asking Bethany um, if she felt like she was privileged, okay? So we're not going to talk about this whole privilege thing here, not on this podcast. I have opinions when it comes to the whole thing, um, and I've said it before. It's not something that I want or wish to discuss here, especially if it's going to air on YouTube, because I can't just deal with um, people that just listen to a fraction of the conversation and then just make uh, their opinion on it so we're here at housewives relatable we just keep it about housewives we don't go into politics and what's going on in the world we just don't do that maybe at some point in time i will talk and give my opinion when it comes to a lot of things i just won't do it here but um when it comes to that question i thought it was very interesting that nini asked bethany that and <clears throat> how quickly bethany answered that question and said um, yes, I do believe that uh, I am privileged and how could I not? And then they go into the whole thing about, you know, if Bethany thought that she was a Karen and Bethany said she is half a Karen, which was a little funny. But um, without discussing how I feel or what I feel when it comes to uh, this question that Nini was asking to Bethany some time ago um, when Bethany started with that whole reality reckoning thing and um, I did a, an episode where I played this little I think I, I can't remember if I played it but I definitely covered it and it was um, this audio clip between Bethany and Omarosa and that was from several, several years ago. I think around nine years ago, Bethany had Omarosa, love her or hate her. She was reality TV gold when she was on reality TV. I'm actually surprised they didn't ask her to be part of House of Villains. But anyways, um, <laughs> Omarosa was on Bethany's show because, you know, Bethany had a, a talk show back then. And her and um, Omarosa went at it for some time, right? And Omarosa, we know she's very articulate. She can just get, you know, in the thick of it with you. Like she will go down and dirty and low and dirty, right? So anyways, she, um, to make a long story short, Bethany, um, you know, she, she made a bet with Omarosa and she ended up losing the bet. And she said she, you know, she said she didn't say a certain thing. And Omarosa was able to prove it while she was on Bethany's show. And Bethany said, if you're able to prove what you're saying, I'll give you $10,000. And then Omarosa was able to prove it. And then Bethany was like, oh, I owe you $10,000. So anyways, after that interview, Bethany did a series of other interviews and you know podcast or you know she was she was hot back then like she was at the height of her career you know that's after you know she did the deal with skinny um skinny what is it called again skinny girls like the the margarita and then she sold the company and then eventually she had her own talk show so bethany was definitely very 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 hot back then so um somebody 
had an interview with Bethany and she decided to bring up the whole Omarosa thing and you know how Bethany reacted while Omarosa was on her show and then Bethany was giving her opinion and all of that right so mind you guys that interview was also nine years ago okay so I'm not trying to say that people cannot change their minds right nine years it's almost a decade you know there's a lot of time right people can change their mind or have a different opinion. However, I just wanted to play it for you guys, just so you can hear Bethany's response when um, another interviewer is asking Bethany the exact same question that Nini asked her, right? And um, so, oh yes, one thing that I forgot to mention, while Omarosa was on the show, on Bethany's TV show, um, Omarosa started going into this whole thing about, you know, um, women of a certain race have uh, a harder time in business and have to, you know, work harder in in order to be considered, right? So Omarosa definitely made that statement while sitting on Bethany's um, show, okay? So let me just play the recording between the interviewer and Bethany, and uh, here it is just right here about black women having to be extraordinary whereas white women can be mediocre to get ahead in this business um i think every woman has to be extraordinary i just i just think every every woman has to be extraordinary and and we keep comparing ourselves to men and we don't get as much as men have and you know what you have to focus we sh- women shouldn't be focusing on what they're not getting and what other women are getting. Women should be focusing on themselves, staying in their lane, striving to be better. Don't worry about what everybody else has. Just worry about yourself. If you if you if you do the best you can, and and you're worried about what you're doing and not worried about what everyone else is doing, you can be successful. So yes. Totally two different answers here, right? So I just wanted to play that little recording for you guys because, uh, again, when Bethany said this, it was nine years ago, and Bethany was really at the height of her career. Like I said before, she was hot. She was booked and busy. Um, you know, Bravo was constantly asking her to come back on the show. She had... Um, a TV show named Bethany, like Bethany was hot, right? Booked and busy, like I said. But when, I, what I thought was interesting was the fact that nine years ago when that lady asked her that question, um, and by the way, Bethany didn't say anything wrong here, okay? She just didn't say, you know, I think Amorosa was right, or I think that Amorosa is right in um, her opinion. I, I may not have the same experience as her, but you know, she seems to have something there. Like she didn't say any of that. She just said that women, just women should not compare themselves to other women. She completely avoided even um, the topic of race. And I'm not saying that it's a good thing or a bad thing. I'm just saying she didn't really talk about it, right? And the question was really about that. And Bethany completely avoided that. So that was at the height of her career when she was booked and busy and she was hot. So now, um, nine years later, and, um, you know, there's been a lot of like things happening on like politically and, you know, people marching in the streets and talking and slogans and all of that. 
Nini is asking Bethany the exact same question. And then Bethany, without uh, hesitation, just says, yes, I believe I'm privileged. And I believe that your experience is completely different than mine and all of that, right? So, but we have to also take into account that Bethany is not as hot and booked and busy as she was nine years ago, right? Yeah, she is. Um, I, I'm not going to say that she's not relevant because she is, you know, still trying to stay relevant. She has uh, a few podcasts and we see her. She has a huge YouTube presence and all of that. Um, but she's not on a reality TV show anymore. She is, um, she doesn't have a talk show anymore. Um, maybe with this whole reality reckoning, I'm sure she has burned a few bit bridges in the industry as well. So I don't know, you know, I never really care when people change their mind. Um, that's not what I do. People are allowed to change their minds, but you know, that um, on Housewives Relatable, we only care about the process, right? I always want to know the process. So what happened in between today and nine years ago for Bethany to have a completely uh, different stance or opinion when it comes to that particular question? Let me know your thoughts, guys, on the comments. I would be very interested to find out what you guys think. Okay, guys, so... Um, I have to talk to you guys about an interview that came out on Saturday. So, you know, here at Housewives Relatable, we have uh, friends of the podcast, people that I talk to on a regular basis that message me just to wish me well and sometimes say, hey, Stella, you know, I would like you to cover this or what's your opinion on this or that or the other. So um, I've said it many, many, many times. I love interacting with people that listen to um, the podcast. So that being said, um, the friend, uh, my friend of the podcast, <laughs> reached out to me and said to me, hey, Stella, you know what? Um, did you listen to this interview on Saturday? And I was just like, which interview? She's like, you know, that podcast, right? Did you listen? There's a particular girl that is on. So because this person's a friend of the show um, and always brings me some very good um topics or like things that she's passionate about and I'm just like okay you know what um let me go check let me go see and to be honest with you I've said this before I I do not listen to that podcast on a regular basis I used to listen to it when Kim D was on that was the only reason why I used to listen to it on YouTube on Saturdays but now that she's left I don't really care for the Saturdays right but um that's just me that's not any shade or anything like that it's the truth right i know that kim d was not right most of the time and i've said this <laughs> i've said this many times right so it's not necessarily about the tea that she was bringing i just i just thought that she was very entertaining to listen to okay but here's the thing i have a few things that i need to say when it comes to all of that so i went and listened to the the, the episode on youtube i think it started with a couple parts and then he added more and he had this woman, um, Nicole Quaresquillo, um, on his show that was determined to tell the truth about what she thinks she may know about Melissa Gorga, right? So I'm not going to go into all of it when it comes to what she was talking about, this girl, because you can just go and listen to his interview. Uh, I think there's a few views under his video um, because it is scandalous, right? 
However, I have to say that I've read in the comments, not just the YouTube comments, but the ones that are also on Twitter and other social media, you will see some people will be in favor of him doing this, but there's also a lot of people, I didn't count now guys, okay? So I can give you like a percentage, but I'm gonna say this. I was happy to see that there were a, like a substantial amount of people commenting um, on Twitter, on Instagram and on YouTube and saying they do not care about that story. They don't care about what Melissa Gorga did or did not do 10 years ago. And I was happy to see that because it means that, you know what? It gives you a little bit more faith in humanity when you see people say, you know what? Are we just going to keep on crucifying a person for mistakes that they have done when they were young or may have not done right at this point? Uh, this is something that has been out there since season four. Um, I mean, they brought everyone to try to expose Melissa back then. You know, they brought Angelo. They brought Kimdi. Kimdi set it up. Teresa was in on it. There was like a lot of stuff going on. And still nobody was able to prove that it was true, right? So at this point, I don't really understand why 10 years later a person would come out. And by the way, guys, this person just had a baby, this Nicole girl, okay? She just had a child. I don't know if anyone, well, I, I definitely know that people that are listening to my podcast, um, some of you have children. I have children. I know that the person on YouTube, the host, does not have children, right? So maybe in his mind that was like total, like total, like normal behavior. But after birthing a child, um, putting the truth out there is not right up there in my priori priority list, you know, because she was like, the reason why I'm doing this, it's because I need to uh, put the truth out there because my people in Hollywood are suffering because she's a casting agent. And guys, we are going to get into that. Okay. Um, she's a casting agent and she's saying, my people in Hollywood are suffering and they're not making any money right now because of the strike. And you have this person like Melissa Gorga, who is not being truthful and you know, making tons of money off of being on a reality TV show. So this is like something that is like a priority for this girl. And she just had a baby. Just that in itself should tell you a little bit about her frame of mind. You know, not the right priority, baby girl. Not the right priority. So another thing that I'm going to say is, um, and that is just, I'm just speculating here, okay? Because after listening to her interview, um, well, first I, I wrote about it. So I, I wrote something on Saturday and it's on the Substack. Um, if you guys have not joined the Substack, please do. I cannot stress it enough. Um, it's another way for me to express myself. So it's at housewivesrelatable.substack, S-U-B-S-T-A-C-K.com. Okay. So I wrote an article about that and it's called The Lion Does Not Turn Around When a Small Dog Barks. That's that article. Okay. So anyways, um, 
So I was listening to this girl talk and uh, she was saying that, you know, this guy, Angelo, and she praises him so much. She says, like, oh, he's such a great guy, you know, and he lost everything and and all of that. And I'm like, yeah, great guy. OK, yeah. Like anyone who is willing to do these types of things and come on a reality show and try to expose someone, I don't know how great they are. Okay, and I'm not just saying that because it's Melissa. I would say that if it was done to Teresa, I have absolutely no respect for these types of people. I, I find them despicable, you know. Um, and I'm not talking about people that want to come on and tell their story because something really bad happened, something morally reprehensible happened, you know, like obviously a person who would want to come on like, um, you know, in the case of Jen Shah, a person that has lost all of their life savings, wanting to talk and say, this is what this person has done to me. And this is like a legitimate scam, like they're trying to scam people, of course, right? Or if someone says that, well, so and so did something to me at some point in time when I was part of like some sort of ring or assault or, you know, I'm not talking about these, these, these things guys. And it annoys me to even have to mention that because to me, it's kind of like, it's like, it's understood already, but obviously there's, there's going to be some people coming on during my comments and tell me like, Oh, so you condone people acting like, of course I do not. I'm not talking about that. Like most people do not fit in that category of people. That's the 5% that I always talk about that. I don't think there's nothing that can be done with these people. Right. I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about mistakes that people do. Right. It's like that friend that you have that you're super close with. And then at some point in time, something happens between the both of you and that friend decides that she's going to go and spill all of your secrets. I have no respect for people to do that. I don't. I don't. I don't care who they are. I don't care if they come in the in the in the frame of uh, Laura or in the frame of Angelo. I don't have any respect for people that do that. I don't think it's necessary, right? And those people are only doing that because, you know, Melissa is on a hit reality TV show because Margaret is on a hit reality TV show, right? So anyways, I digress when it comes to all of that. So anyways, that girl, I went back after writing my little article, I went back to look at um, that episode and don't quote me on that guys but i think she might have been at the posh fashion show um the reason why i'm saying this is because obviously i looked up her profile um on instagram and um i looked at several pictures of her because there's a lot of pictures of her out there she's a casting agent again we're going to get into that soon but um there's a woman behind kim d you know, we see this woman two times. So at the end of the fashion show, Kim D tanks, like she's thanking everyone and she's saying, oh, thank you. We're going to have fun. We're going to have fun, everybody. We're going to dance the night away. And there's a girl right behind her, a brunette, like with really, really dark hair and, um, you know, a sizzled jaw. Right. So uh, very pretty, the girl that was behind. Right. So I was just like, oh, is that that girl? Right. Because if you go on her Instagram, you'll see her face. It looks very similar. Now, I can't say it's her for a fact, but she definitely looks like her a lot. Right. And then uh, when Kimdi was outside on the, <laughs> the pavement and she was basically verbally um, 
going at it with Joe Gorga and she called him like all sorts of names that I won't repeat here but that scene where she, when she's telling him uh, get out of my fashion show this is my show um, I play with the big boys there's two women standing right behind Kim D one of them it, like they're both brunette but one of them is kind of like on the lighter side and that other girl with the very dark hair is right there too I'm telling you guys, it's worth watching that episode again. Season four, I believe it's episode 20. So I think that, that that's that girl. And the reason why I say this is because both Kim and the YouTuber that had her uh, on his show follow her on Instagram, this girl. But here's the thing, guys. Here's the kicker. Here's the actual tea. Okay, Kim D has a Patreon. So I actually have the audio here. I won't play it because it's behind the paywall, but I'm gonna tell you exactly, not very, but pretty close, um, something that Kim D has said, okay? Um, those two girls from All About Their Truth on her Patreon. And uh, towards the end, Kim D talks about that thing, you know the whole season four again like she she likes to talk about that because you know that was like her moment on the show right so anyways Kim D talks about having um there's this girl that she knows that allegedly I'm gonna say allegedly she doesn't say allegedly but I'm gonna say allegedly um because you know nobody has been able to prove it so allegedly there's this girl that she knows that um, claimed to to like to have worked with Melissa Gorga, and that this girl really, really wanted to come on and talk to Kim D and tell the truth because she wants to vindicate and validate Kim D um, because you know. Melissa and Joe have been calling Kim D a liar for all of these years and this girl is lo losing sleep at night you know she just had a baby but she's losing sleep at night over the fact that Kim D <laughs> is <laughs> has not been validated for the past 10 years right or vindicated so um she's asking the girls from all about their truth if she should have that girl on right She's asking them for advice because Kim says that those girls are her mentor, right? So the girls, obviously, you know, they smell blood. They don't like Melissa. So obviously you say, of course you should, right? <laughs> they say, Kim, of course you should. You, can, you should do an interview with her and it should be like, done anonymously uh you don't have to, to show her face or even say her name but just have her on and you know talk about her story that was the advice given back to kim d okay so one thing i forgot to mention kim d did say that she was um struggling with the idea of having this girl come on because she felt for melissa and she felt for the fact that Melissa and Joe have kids, have children. So she was just like, you know, um, I, I feel some sort of way about that because I don't want to hurt the kids, which tells me that Kim has a conscience somewhere, somehow, because, you know, if she was conflicted about this, 
I think that, you know, the answer is right there, Kim. If you don't feel comfortable doing something because like deep down inside in your soul, it doesn't sit well with you, just, just don't do it no matter what anyone tells you. That's just my advice to you. But you didn't ask for my advice, but I'm just going to give it to you anyway. So anyways, so Kim said that. But then she's also like, I'm conflicted because um, at the same time, I deserve to be validated and vindicated because I don't want to be called a, a liar, right? So then the girls are like, well, just do the interview. Don't show her face, yada, yada, yada. And then Kim's like, no, 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 no. She wants to show her face. She wants to like for us to talk about her and tell her name. She doesn't care. Like she wants for the world to see her like basically this girl right that nicole girl so i'm like oh okay so she wants that hmm that's odd but then that interview was a few weeks ago guys a few weeks ago she had that interview with the girls from all about their truth so here's what i think i think that it is not by coincidence that this Nicole girl got on the other show, the other podcast that Kim D used to be part of. I don't think that that's by accident. If you really want to know my opinion when it comes to the whole thing, I'll tell you what it is. There's either a mole in the Patreon some or someone that reported that information back to the other side and the other side booked that interview with that nicole girl right under from kim right on from right under kim's feet basically because Kim, after those girls from All About Their Truth said to her, yeah, you should do the interview. She was like, you know what? You're right. I'm going to make it happen. So that's how it ended. And she said this girl was really eager and really pressed to do the interview. Like she really, really, really wanted to do it. But I guess because Kim was taking her time and being conflicted with the whole thing, uh, she wasn't able to, to, to get on kim's show right but i think someone reported that back to the other side and the other side was just like you know what i'm gonna make it happen i know who she is too i follow her too and said you want to come on and tell your story boom and booked her and you know got her on youtube to tell these things about melissa <laughs> that is just my personal opinion when it comes to the whole thing I, I, I would be curious to know what you guys think when it comes to all of that let me know in the comments but another thing about this Nicole girl that I have, have to talk to you guys about is um, you know the fact that here's the thing before I get into all of that Kim D likes to say all of that all of the time that she doesn't really care about you know, there's those rumors about John Fuda and that Britney girl who came on and said, oh, John Fuda was this, he was that, allegedly all of these things, right? And Kim D has been very vocal. First of all, she says she loves John Fuda, which I do too. 
but uh, she says she does not care about the mistakes of the past, right? That he doesn't, like basically John doesn't even have to uh, like admit if he did or didn't do, right? She is just okay to say, I don't care about who he was when he was 20. Clearly this is not who he is today. He's raising his son. He's like, you know, a stand-up citizen. So, you know, this girl is basically just looking for her 15 minutes. That's what Kim said about Brittany, right? Which I agree with. I don't understand why Kim doesn't want to extend the exact same grace to Melissa. Okay, and I'm not saying that those rumors about Melissa's are true. I'm just saying, let's say they were. Let's say they were. Why is it so important for the world to expose her as something that is she's clearly not that person anymore? So what goes for John Fuda should go for Melissa. Right? Kim D likes to say that she's a girl's girl. She has said that over and over. I've heard her say this, like she's a girl's girl. Like this is the time to show what type of girl's girls you are, right? Just let it go. Most people don't care about that story anyways. I've seen it in the comment. And I, I wish that more people would look into the credibility of another person before they start to run with it okay so now i just want to talk about that nicole girl okay so there is this website called pissedconsumer.com and um, it goes as far back as I think 2013 or 2014, but there are some recent comments that were posted um, as early as February 2023 of this, so basically February of this year. So at the end of the day, those comments were posted way before the interview that this woman had um with um that podcast on saturday okay and i really don't care what melissa did or did not do um forever ago what i care about is the fact that this girl kept on saying uh while on the podcast that she's all about honesty and all about the truth and that people shouldn't lie and people should tell the truth and all of that right so if this is what keeps her up at night, um, I have some questions since we're playing the game of honesty here, okay? So there's a review here from February 20th, 2023. Uh, someone says, I'm glad I found all of the reviews before signing up. It's so scary out there and awful someone would take advantage of people. I received a call today from Nicole and wanted to do a little research first. She was so sweet and believable on the phone. She now lives in Georgia. That's what she told me. She asked for $400 for X amount of time and $900 for a little longer and she can't guarantee but $400 and but if I spent $900 she will guarantee me that my child will be recognized. So that's a, a review that was posted in February. There's another one, uh, January 25th, 2019. I made the same mistake. They asked me to sign a contract and told me they were going to do my new portfolio. 
So she, in brackets, Nicole, took my photos. It was a surprise when I saw the pictures. Horrible pictures and never look professional. So they are professionals stolen. So this is what the person wrote, okay? So they are professional stealing money for a new subject interested in going in that field. Another person said, September 16, 2022. Do you still work for her? If not, how did it end? Um, then there's another person saying September 13, 2015, empty promises. I paid $700 for some very hurried pictures to be taken for my granddaughter. We were promised that no other child within a year age difference with the same features, blonde hair, blue eyes would be signed with the agency. Yet just one month after we signed up, she was signed uh, she also signed a child that was within two months of my granddaughter's age. Nicole apologized for her oversight. My granddaughter is adorable, blah, 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 And then she goes about the kid's look. And then she said, we never received a call from any of Nicole's bookers. We were also told to keep our eye on their Facebook page because they had lots of stuff going on. Besides, isn't it up to the bookers to look for um, work for their children? And they say that they have lost $700. And then another person said on August 14, 2015, the title is Don't Walk, Run from Nicole Quarisquillo, a.k.a. Nicole Carr. Apparently, she goes under both names. So Nicole Quarisquillo and Carr, right? C-A-R-R. So this person said, scammed out of not only money for photos she took, but also never received payments for jobs worked. Who knew a lady with kids of her own, they're talking about Nicole here, would have not a second thought to rip off little kids. If the law doesn't catch up to these thieves, karma sure, surely will. Agency recently changed address, phone numbers, and management. I expect them to show up at some other ripoff modeling agency. Watch out for um, Nicole, a.k.a. Nicole Carr, uh, a.k.a. Nicole Quarisquillo, a.k.a. AKA <laughs> Metro Model Agency, a.k.a. Metro Model Management. And then they're talking about all of the other names that this person goes under. So, so I thought that that was very, very, very interesting. So yes, I thought that this was very, very interesting and this person claimed to have lost $2,000 and there's more reviews, guys. It keeps on going on and on and on. And at some point in time, um, there's somebody that says that there's a warrant for her arrest um, somewhere in Pennsylvania and there's other states and then, you know, there's this person saying like, you know, if you've been scammed by this person, call this number, that number, we already have a case on her. And, um, they claim that, uh, she keeps on, you know, moving from places to places and changing casting names. Um, you know, and, uh, yeah, so I don't know, like, People that do that usually, you know, like people that tend to move a lot and um, change their name a lot or have different names. I don't know, like business names. Something is probably not completely clean in the buttermilk, I would say. So anyways, um, 
Another thing that I thought was interesting because I brought it up to you guys um, a few episodes ago. I think it was Kim D talking about, you know, she wanted to give a voice to the voiceless. She wanted to bring on the people that Joe Gorga had wronged in business and that she would probably take them all at the same time and bring them into her studio and allow them to share their stories when it comes to Joe Gorga. So that was something that was on the radar for Kim D to accomplish. So, you know, she did say out of her own mouth that she wants to give a voice to the voiceless, you know, that she's for the little man and that she wants to hear those stories, right? She's for the underdog. So wouldn't it be fair if Kim D is really about that? Well, contact those customers, you know, the customers, the pissed cu customers that um, have bad things to say about this Nicole, Nicole girl, because uh, obviously there's a lot of people that are pissed right now. And um, basically ca call her and her um, organization a scam. So, you know, that's just a thought. That's just something that I thought I would share. So anyways, that's all I have for today, guys. Continue to like, share, and subscribe. Please join the Substack at housewivesrelatable.substack.com. I am relatable underscore Stella on Instagram. And obviously, you can find me here on YouTube at Housewives Relatable. Um, you can also add me or join the community on Podbean or wherever else you like to listen to your podcast. So that's all I have for today. Thank you for listening. And as always, as always, be a fan, not fanatical. Ciao.